What's going on, everybody? This is Cole Jackson, back with another Artist Spotlight. Uh, I got a nice young brother here I heard a little while ago um, out of Birmingham, Alabama. His name is Michael Cure. What's going on, man? What's good, man? What's good with you? Chilling, man. Chilling. Uh, again, story time all the time. I remember um, I remember seeing you. It was a Club Monster show. Uh-huh. Eugene pulled you up. And let you freestyle. Yeah. He was like, "Go ahead, freestyle, show him what you got." Yeah. And um, he said, "Use one of the young lines that's gonna keep Birmingham moving." You got that freestyle, and you killed, <laughs> completely killed it, man. It had the crowd going and everything. Yeah. What was that like? Uh, that's a story. Shit, down there, everybody go back to. I think that was kind of the, the first time a couple people, or a lot of people, uh, caught wave of. Uh. It was crazy though because I was I wouldn't I was thinking about not even going to that show. For real? Uh, yeah, it was a couple of things that had came up, yeah. and I kind of uh, I kind of threw them to the side. You feel me? And I was like, I'm gonna go anyway. Yeah. And the support, and uh, cause like I ain't know too many people at that time. I had just met Gene. Yeah. Uh, probably like a month, couple weeks or a month before that. Uh, I had been to Monastery or whatever, but Club AM, I had just not too long ago met them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that was that was the crazy part about it. Like, if I probably would have never showed up, it probably would have been a little, Bit a, different. Little, a little scenic route. Yeah. Yeah, so. Nah, man. I um, I heard you, and I instantly mm-hmm. went home, went to your SoundCloud, and I, I went to listen to your music. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, he, he dope. Started yeah. following you on Instagram and everything, so. Uh, I didn't. That. I didn't even know you did art until I hit your your um your Instagram. Mm-hmm. So how long you been doing art? Uh, I've been doing art my whole life, basically. Uh, since I could pick up pick up a pencil, stick me in, yeah. graduated into like goofy looking characters, like trying to draw Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> they was looking goofy as hell. Yeah, and then just like. Uh, Really, once I started getting around like people that were uh, more talented, mm-hmm. I, I say that's when I started to understand like, okay, I got to get better. And mm-hmm. then, like over time, I started uh, developing different styles. I started studying different artists and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's kind of when my like art skills picked up more. Yeah. And then I went to college, and then I just started being around different people and like different uh, ethnicities, mm-hmm. like. Uh, First got to college, I had ran into this uh, this in, this girl. She was uh, Arab, and she had this little crazy style. And I seen, I was like, that's crazy. So like my first week, in, like my first two weeks in class, like I was just looking at her art, and I was like, damn, I gotta go try that. Yeah. Went home and did a little similar piece, like to her. She did Sailor Moon, and then I had did my uh, I had did a caricature of myself. Yeah. And like everybody just went crazy about it. So then that's when I started understanding, like it's okay to, like not still art but kind of like take it and make it your own mm-hmm. and it kind of just elevated my art style yeah and ever since then i started painting doing murals mm-hmm. and then i'm here yeah so you grew up in birmingham right yeah so what was it like kind of being as far as the art side what was it like growing up in birmingham you know want to do art on a regular basis uh well i'm from uh west end so typically it wasn't a lot of like i say like 
inspirational art. Yeah. What inspired me more so was like watching trains go by and I seen like all the graffiti and stuff like that, so different styles. So like when I started getting able to use computers, I started looking up uh, graffiti mm-hmm. and like different ways to do graffiti, different styles, like where it came from and yeah. all this stuff like that. So I see a lot of people like overseas doing like all the crazy that's why all the crazy creative stuff came from and like mm-hmm. the different styles and i learned like um like through the trains they like when the train stopped mm-hmm. they'll, gr- they'll do graffiti on the trains and like the trains pass through different areas of like uh overseas or whatever and yeah. they come to the they'll come uh to different spots and then people will see that and then like automatically know okay such and such did this and then they'll go and do something else and it's yeah. it crazy man how that how that whole world is connected yeah and even when it's connected to like music mm-hmm. you feel me like album covers and um different stuff like uh break dancing and dance all that like it's, yeah. it's connected so it kind of it pulled me in and they gra- i, I kind of gravitated to all of it a little bit more yeah once i found out how much they were connected did that help you with your your art style like did it help you like kind of you know what I'm saying, round it out more or make it better? Uh, over time when I started understanding like it's okay to be different. Like I might uh see certain things and then I try to mimic it for a little while and then mm-hmm. just my head to be on that. And then like I said, that's kinda uh that's kinda I felt like what held me back a little bit because I didn't understand the fact that I can take something and make it my own or make it different and then like for the fact that people to understand like, okay, this is his style you feel me i had mm-hmm. to get into that mode yeah. of understanding like okay this is my style people gotta like it they either hate it or love it right and then that kind of transition with rap too because i listen to a lot of rappers and you feel me when you listen to a lot of people over a certain amount of time they mm-hmm. they style kind of gets stuck in your head and you find yourself trying to rap like them and then yeah sometimes when they don't always work out you got to be like all right i gotta find my pocket Mm-hmm. I gotta find what I like, what's comfortable for me, and then you gotta please the fans too or whatever. But whoever gravitates to it, they gonna do it, and over time you gonna you gonna grow eventually. Yeah. So yeah, I had to kind of get that in my mindset too. So um, growing up here, like growing up in Birmingham, did was it hard being a creative? Cause like you do both sides, like you do the music and you do the artwork. So like, was it really hard to like get your inspiration, or was it hard to like? To, to go forward with what you wanted to do? Uh, I wouldn't say it was hard to get inspiration. More so hard to find that that lane that I needed to be in to, uh, to acquire a certain fan base that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when I was in school, they actually took my art class away from me, 10th grade, so I was, uh, Luckily, my art teacher had put me in a program called Space One Eleven, mm-hmm. and I had met uh, Blake. Yeah, I'm sure everybody know Blake. Shout yeah, Blakey. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I first met Blake, not knowing that Blake was connected to like Club AM and the music scene and stuff. Mm-hmm. This was before I even thought about rapping on the mic. Uh, right. Yeah. So Blake, he was my mentor in the program. So that was one way I was like connected and didn't even know it already. So like when I started developing my art, like Blake was always following me on Instagram or whatever, and he'd yeah. come and he'd be like, "Oh, that's dope." Cause like I I remember watching Blake with this style he got now, like he'd be sitting in front of us doing it. And I'd be like, "Bro, that shit ain't fair." <laughs> you feel me? Like he'd be doing it so quick, right? 
and then this this is me kind of becoming like the creative that I need to be and being around the people I need to be around. So yeah. like I had never seen people in person doing this type of stuff, like this type of art. And it was kind of like, wow, that's 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 dope. Yeah. And then I'd go back to the drawing board and be like, yo, I got to come back and kill these niggas. Yeah, you exactly. So, uh, yeah, more so just finding that, uh, that lane to be in and uh, to connect me. Mm. was kind of like it was hard but then it happened without me knowing it so it wasn't really hard yeah at the end of the day it's just me back then i was thinking like damn how can i do this but me now it's like damn i was always around this yeah and didn't even know it so that was mainly my obstacle though back yeah. then yeah so yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't an inspiration thing at all i had i, I had hella inspiration yeah so yeah yeah blake just had some make the stallion just Posted some yeah. stuff not too long ago over what, yeah. what he did. I was like, Blake is there now. Yeah, he, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's my guy, man. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he definitely introduced me to a different style and uh, um, different avenues mm -hmm. of, of art. Like, yeah. So, testing yourself, just pushing yourself different limits and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Blake, man. Yeah, Blake. Blake's dope. Yeah. Listening to your music, man, I wanted to touch on this before we kind of got any deeper. Um, it's real. It's a lot of spirituality in your music, man. Like you talk about God a lot. Mm -hmm. um, was that like? Did you grow up in church when you was younger? Like, where did that come from? I didn't grow up in church. Uh, family members grew up in church, but I felt like I was kind of like that one cousin. You feel me? I used to uh, be over at my grandma's house every Sunday, and uh, I used to watch my cousins like walk out the door and hop on the church van with my granddad, and I'd be in that bit playing the PlayStation too. <laughs> like, hey man, I see our boys at like five o'clock. Yeah. So, uh, nah, man, really, that came over like a span of like three years. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Just me getting like super in tune with God mm -hmm. and understanding like what we really need to be on and like before we started the podcast like when i was talking about how i eat pork and yeah or a certain way of living you mm -hmm. feel me that we need to get back to right and that's what um when she said that's why we live longer than y'all like we can all live long yeah and getting into not going into the doctor like it's just certain things that i don't do anymore because i understand that it's it's it comes with health risks mm -hmm. and a lot of times when we go to the doctor or when like we have to go to the doctor it's because we are indulging in things that we shouldn't be doing in the first place and that comes from uh studying and reading the bible because a lot of those things god was trying to keep us from doing anyway yeah so uh a lot of my spirituality uh spirituality just came from like it's it was it's common sense like reading the bible is like oh so that's why we shouldn't do this so right. that's why i say this right and then like just understanding like knowledge wise uh what we came from as a people because the bible is a history book about us as a people of color mm -hmm. and um a lot of things that's going on with us today uh the bible talks about it clear cut visually you feel mm -hmm. me you can see it going on today and um yeah it just impacted my life so much just uh from what i was going through with just different little mishaps uh in the hood or whatever and uh i could have been dead you feel me like i yeah. I, I couldn't have, I, I i wouldn't have been here you feel me to be yeah. able to even give you our music and talk about what i was doing so yeah like the bible definitely came into my life at a, a great time yeah and without it i feel like i wouldn't even have the inspiration to give y'all music because it's i mean it's a lot of music out here it's a lot of forms of music it's a lot of forms of rap but um 
my soul, you feel me, is just tied to a different a different wavelength and I feel like I wouldn't be I wouldn't feel right just giving people any type of music. Like I've I've always had a conscience to mm. do, you feel me, right? Even though I slip and do, you feel me, I ain't perfect. But Nobody is, man. Exactly. So but on that note, you feel me, you still have people that do certain things without a conscience and then it's just me on that end like i do things and i do have one so with music i feel like that's what we get into conscious music mm-hmm. and all that and i don't really want to label it that i just want like i i give more testimony and uh that's what i kind of like uh want to base it around like confliction mm-hmm. testimony conscious is all one thing yeah plus lyrical all that that's just who i grew up on yeah and that's how we get to cure that's dope man. <laughs> that's all right man that's i didn't even know that yeah. you know what i'm saying i didn't know it was, it was like that for you mm-hmm. what did you listen to growing up in the car my mom i used to listen to a lot of old school uh my grandma had vinyls nita baker jackson five mm-hmm. uh who else tlc really a lot of r&b too yeah. R&B mixing it out really uh, and that was just like because I didn't have a, a way to get my own style like mm-hmm. or listen to my own music like I went into burning CDs and <laughs> had cassette tapes uh, you right. feel me like that That um, 95.7 of course I listened to that but uh, most memorable like stuff that I walk around singing in my head I'm more of a harmon- like uh, I deal more with harmonies Yeah. so you feel me I like more music that's uh, that has harmonies in it so right um yeah so growing up like once i started getting into like cds my sister burned cds i got into lil wayne eminem and mm-hmm. all that uh so yeah definitely like outcast uh ti and then like when j cole and them hit the scene i was on j cole i did listen to jay-z mm-hmm. um kendrick when kendrick popped on the scene him i used to listen to the game whole bunch of people bro yeah. like i had an mp3 player this small with like uh, about two, three thousand songs on it. Like <laughs> I had all the Lil Wayne mixtapes. Of course, Eminem, Stan, and all that. Uh, J Cole popped up with the Come Up and the Warm Up. Yeah, Friday Night Lights, Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar LP, all that. Like I had all that. You had a nice range. Yeah, that's good, bro. Yeah. Like some people don't get to hear like some of the older music and then get get some of the newer music here exactly. it's like you had everything exactly and then it was kind of like okay i hear certain i i be listening to certain music now mm-hmm. and then it's like when you go back you be like oh shit, that nigga said that yeah in this song so it's it's cool to see who i got to see you feel me pop on the scene mm-hmm. uh pay homage to all the people that they got to see pop on the scene right so then again that's another thing that it makes it okay to go back and take and then make it your own you don't have to steal it it's not necessarily stealing because i feel like everybody has some form of inspiration yeah. that they pull from and it's it's okay you feel me to say oh yeah man i listen to them and i got this from now yeah because you're not gonna come up with everything like ain't nothing new up under the sun no nah, and that's something i go back to all the time so yeah i i did i definitely making my uh my business to like kind of study mm-hmm. and go back sometimes to do that that's good yeah. that's good man a lot of people don't do that yeah um did you want to rap when you was growing up or was art like the main focus that you wanted to do right i wanted to be a wrestler 
Oh, <laughs> why you say that? Because I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. I swear, <laughs> bro. I wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, we would be in art class, and my teacher would be like, she would be talking or whatever, and like the art teacher. And I'd be like, man, I'm finna be a wrestler, man. What child about? I'm finna be hopping off top ropes. Because my favorite wrestler was, uh, it was X-Pac at the time. Oh, for real? So, bro, I used to love X-Pac. So, like, Bronco Busters and all type of stuff, bro. See, like, I, X-Factors. I was a Chris Jericho fan. For real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris was dope. Yeah. Like, when the China, the China era, when they yeah. had that little rivalry up. Bro. I love that Attitude era, bro. It ain't nothing like it. And, like, yeah, that's what I wanted to be. I was good at art, though. Right. Like, um... So yeah, when I got to art class, I was I was doing art, and what I was drawing, I was drawing wrestling, like uh, like Triple H, mm-hmm. X Pac. I was I used to draw the hell out of all of them, bro. Like wasting paper, trying to get everything right. Right. Then uh, like I was a Dragon Ball Z fan too, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it was hard to to draw them. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, like if it wasn't realistic, I was drawing them just like. Scribble, scrabble. Right. You feel me? But yeah, I, I wanted to be a wrestler then. From there, from then on, uh, I wanted to have my own cartoon show on Cartoon Network. Just yeah. seeing my art develop and stuff like that. Right. And people are always telling me, like, oh, you can draw. What you gonna do with it? I was like, yeah, I wanna have my own show on, art, on Cartoon Network. Right. And then, just getting better. Like, those ideas kind of faded. And uh, I started wanting to get into, like, graphic designs. So like in high school, they didn't have a class for us to do that. So I, um, like, what made me start developing my art, how I did, like, without graphic designs and making it look real, I started mm-hmm. drawing everything to make it look real. Oh, for real? Like, so I, yeah. So I take like can cans, like Sprite cans, Fanta bottles. I draw the bottle realistically and color it. Yeah. Gradients and all that, like trying to make it look as real as possible. And oh, then wow. that kind of just took it to a whole another level. So shoes, I draw shoes, paint like uh, like I did this one. I did a one shoe where I did a color pencil. I used the shopping market and I used the highlighter and made it look re- as realistic as possible. Right. And then that kind of like set it off. So I was like, yeah, you can take it farther than this. Then I started painting, and then that's how that became that. And then like I I used to always walk around the house rapping. Yeah. To myself, you feel me? And then. Uh, like high school, we graduated. Um, like I, I had started smoking in high school around like in the eleventh grade. Yeah. So like I kind of like took breaks and stuff because I was still hooping and mm-hmm. I didn't want it to affect me, hooping wise. So like um, off seasons, I go uh, like resort back to whatever. Twelfth grade, I started upping the, upping the intake a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then we graduated and I was sitting on the porch with my homies. And they was like, uh, like, we was smoking, and they was like, uh, yeah, we finna start rapping. Yeah. Like, we finna start freestyling. And I was like, yeah, man, y'all can have it. I'm straight. <laughs> and they was like, come on, bro, it's easy, bro, come on. And I was like, uh, nah, I'm straight. Just pad the blunt. You feel <laughs> me? <laughs> but listening to you, man, it seemed like you were really going to go hard on the on the art thing, and the music thing was just kind of just going to be there. Is that true? It, it was it was like a, a vision that I still had. It was like, okay, if it don't pop now, what do I need to do to make it pop? Or like, what what moves do I need to make? Like I said, bro, um, at that time in my life, that's when the rap thing kind of came aboard. Mm. And like, people was like really recognizing like that I was nice. Just out freestyling, like I wasn't even writing verses yet. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I got around my partners. They was like, yo, bro, that was hard. And I probably looked back then and probably said some bullshit. You feel me? But yeah. at that time, to them, they was like, bro, that's that's straight. Yeah. Got around more people. We started freestyling. And then I started like tightening tighten it up. You feel me? Tightening my words, starting trying to make sense and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I got to college and my art class and when, when I started learning how to do graphic designs and like kind of was like everybody wanted to rap. Yeah. So we'd just sit around like before class started and do ciphers and then I'd just be killing everybody. Like yeah. everybody'd be nice, but like every time I said something, niggas be like, Ooh. Like, yeah. Ooh shit. And now yeah. I was like, Okay. So bet. I fucked around and did my first song with one of my classmates. It mm -hmm. never hit the surface, but that's when I understood, okay, it was like, all right, I can take this somewhere. And then, shit, we just went from there. A lot of people might not know this, if, especially if they outside of Birmingham, you usually do art shows and um, you actually do music, you actually do, you know, events. Mm -hmm. Is it hard to keep up with both? Uh, considering everything else, like, that's revolving around me, it's not hard to keep up with. It's finding time to even, like, do what i want to do mm -hmm. within those ranges um like so it work and just a, a completely like hectic schedule it's hard to find time to paint and then on that end it's like i be looking at these paints so much that i hadn't sold it's like it's kind of hard for me to like tap into a different mindset to want to do something else mm -hmm. so sometimes i don't even do things on purpose like a lot of times i just do i I don't do things to find different inspiration. Like even with music, uh, I haven't made a personal song for myself since I dropped the mixtape. And that's been like three or four months ago. Yeah. I just been doing features. And like, I kind of was getting frustrated at first cause I was like, oh man, why I can't write? Like why I can't do this? Why I can't freestyle on, on this beat I want to write to? Right. And it's, uh, it's really just a life thing, bro. Like, how I write is kind of personal, so you feel me? Like, I can't just keep saying the same thing over and over. It's like, okay, that nigga said that in that song. The exact same thing, and I yeah. don't want to be that dude. I might make references or whatever, but I want to give people a completely different story or size, so I take time to, like, tap into, like, different situations that might have happened to me in the, in the past. Mm -hmm. And then I try to gain more knowledge and try to have more to talk about of what didn't happen to me in the present yeah you feel me yeah so so talk about let's get into the music side for a little bit then mm -hmm. well what made you you said you, you and your homeboy y'all you guys put together a song mm -hmm. and you never seen the light of day like what did he do to talk you into getting into the studio how did you get into the studio and he didn't the have to say much he was just like hey man my cousin trying to record i was like should i get it <laughs> You feel me? We're like, got some weed we can smoke before we go in there. <laughs> I like, hey, let's get it and we can go. Yeah. You feel me? We pulled up, we rolled two, we walked in that bit, wrote on the spot, and then recorded. Yeah. And then it was just like technical difficulties that happened. A reason why we didn't get the song, or we didn't put the song out, because I was like, my verse was like super low, mm -hmm. so you can barely hear what I was saying. So you had to turn it up and then like still put your ear to the shit. It was crazy. Yeah. And then it was like everybody else shit was perfect but mine. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, nah. And then bro, he 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 fucked around and used that verse that he put on there on some other some uh some else anyway. So Yeah. It was just like it was a mutual agreement. We was like, Yeah, bro. Nah. But did you enjoy it when you first got in there? Yeah, it was it was dope. Like the 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 process of writing, it was new. 
especially like writing on the spot yeah. to complete a song that was new but it was like when i did and completed it and i heard myself i was like yeah it's cool and then that's actually how i gave myself my first rap name uh but i, I went by ghost at first that was more like my my radical days like yeah. you feel me then when i started getting spiritual it was ghost third eye and I had said that in the song, and then my partner was like, he was like, hey, that's about what you need to go with. And I was like, it do sound dope, don't it? And then we went with Ghost Third Eye, and I ran with that for a couple months. About a, about a year. I ran with Ghost Third Eye about a year. Mm-hmm. And then I was at work thinking, man, I was like, just thinking of different styles. Because when I was Ghost Third Eye, like, I, was, I had that spirituality flow, but I still wanted to make it, like, relatable. Yeah. You feel me? Everybody don't catch that that type of rap yeah and they're not gonna uh, be interested and gravitate to it so i was thinking like man maybe i need to get into a different mode and switch lanes because i had made a lot of songs but it never seen the, the light of day yeah just because i was working on my craft and working on my style and I, i'm my hardest critic so i hear this shit and be like nah that ain't it that suck yeah you feel me <laughs> like that's boo-boo you feel right me? so my whole flow was trash that's how i felt right and uh just thinking that work, man, I uh, was like, man, the cure. I was like, cure, that'd be dope. I was listening to a J. Cole song. He actually got a song called The Cure. Mm-hmm. And I seen the logo or whatever, and people might not know it, but that's that's kind of where that came from. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that'd be a dope rap name. You feel me? Like, for what I'm trying to do and the messages I'm trying to get to people, it's kind of like a cure. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm, I'm not spreading violence and selling drugs and getting money and right. all that that's that's like that's to each his own but i'm not trying to you feel me i'm not trying to make that positive yeah like i'm not trying to make that a positive thing to do or make it seem positive so yeah. what i'm trying to get out is a cure to a better lifestyle and to understand like everybody different but people like going through the same things you feel me uh, yeah. a dope boy might look at me and be like man he ain't never sold no drugs right Shit, i did it <laughs> you feel me right they might look at me and be like hey, he ain't carrying no gun like hey don't try me right you feel me? <laughs> right it's like shit. i just switched my lifestyle up right. i still came from the hood you feel me like my og's crips you feel me they right. stepped the street from my grandma's house right across the street next door right so it's like that's that's where i came from but i'm not trying to i'm not trying to get out of it yeah you ain't glorifying yeah yeah i mean you know how it is man especially with music now um snoop said some an interview not too long ago it's like why would you why would you want to get famous and then join the game Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like people are not taking that type of lifestyle and they're trying to glorify it and it's it's kind of taken away from what they really trying to do what yeah you know what they're here for Mm -hmm. you know so you said that when you first started, you was freestyling a lot. Mm-hmm. So when it became time for you to start really writing your raps and actually recording, um, you said you had to, it's real personal. Like, did that help with your, with, with structuring your, your rhymes? Or, like, how did that help you going into that personal place? Uh, I feel like it, it, uh, it helped me pull more out when I needed it. You feel me? Because I've been, I be, I be reserved a lot. And, uh, yeah, like when I write, it's kind of hard just for me to say anything. Like yeah. I can't just say anything. Yeah. So I had to, I have to dig deep depending on what the song is, depending on like what a hook is mm-hmm. or what I've already said. I kind of 
go back and just dig up out you feel me what i can or what relates to what and then that'll that'll kind of help me better structure a song mm. versus me just like just writing just anything like right. i had on i had on verses where i just like i'm just saying stuff but even when i'm just saying stuff like it'll it'll relate though like what's actually going on like yeah. i did the song with bees i was like should i'm writing this bit while i'm asleep like i was in that bitch sleep <laughs> <laughs> and i woke up <laughs> like i woke up and like finished writing what i could and got to the mic and started punching in and yeah. this shit came out dope as hell yeah shout yeah. out to Beezy, man yeah, Beezy. for the uh the careless too man yeah that KLS shit hard. i was listening to that while i was cutting my head today i was like Hard. Yeah, Beezy did it on this one. I still like Careless One. Yeah, I, I, I remember still, you saying that. I still like <laughs> it. I just Careless Two is really good, but I don't know. Careless One kind of spoke to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff he was talking about. I I really I just enjoyed it a whole lot more. Yeah. So, it would <laughs> it be is. like that, man. <laughs> it be so, like that. Um, where did you get the the Mister Unknown stuff from? Um man unknown the unknown period was just me being like an unknown artist in birmingham yeah uh doing like tracks that nobody knew of like that whole thing was just cultivated around me just like being not known for anything mm -hmm. except mainly art but to this scene that i'm trying to prevail in no nobody know me you feel me like so a lot of times when i met people i had to introduce myself I'm like hey i'm cure yeah you feel me I yeah. do this such and such az woo -woo. i had to do that so many times like and then for the first the first project it was the unknown ep mm -hmm. it was unknown one unknown two what all the way to uh five to the outro yeah and that was just because like i wanted to stick with like the whole theme of it being that and then when i got into the second project like I kind of took on this role, you feel me, of like mm -hmm. being unknown, and like even like when different people um, like got to me and got to know me, you feel me. Uh, yeah. Gene, Eugene Wright, he put it in one of his songs like with some well-known unknown cat deeper than rap, and I was like, oh, that's uh, dope. Yeah. And then like shit, just me, it's like a, a co-title, like I'm Michael Cure, Mr. Unknown. Right. You feel me? I just want to keep that humble stage of feeling like I'm unknown, cause the hunger, you feel me? When you want to. When you want to be like certain or some, something that's other than not noticed, you you want that hunger in you. You feel me? So yeah. you can get to a certain level. But people always tell me like, uh, it was like after this year, man, you you can't do that unknown no more. You I can't. Mean, you can't. <laughs> not at the EP two. You can't. We gonna get to that. We yeah. gonna get to that. Um, first of all, I, my favorite song off the first uh, unknown, Mister Unknown, is is that unknown for because you had these metaphors mm -hmm. going yeah like you had one talking about the cars with the Altima and the nissan and, uh. I, and I was like <laughs> i was like how did he put that together <laughs> i was like how did he put that together yeah. but that unknown for was like my favorite because you just had metaphors on top of metaphors you was just it was like easy for you it seemed mm -hmm. like what was that Tell me about about the unknown EP. How how that make you feel actually putting that out uh, for everybody? Uh, at first it was kind. At first I felt like it was kind of rushed because uh, I had came over this idea on the fly. Mm -hmm. So like uh, I was actually in the studio making the song and I was waiting on this artist to pull up. Uh, she was singing on my track, uh, and she she came a little late, and 
I was just like, shit, instead of waiting, I've been working on this song. Mm-hmm. Man, that was Unknown 5. And uh, that's the one that everybody loved. Like, they just got that, that feel. So that was the first one I actually created. And I went in that bit, started spitting it. And shit, I seen the engineer. He was like, oh, shit. Yeah. You feel me? And I, I heard it back. And I was like, oh, shit. You feel me? That shit hard. So uh, the artist finally pulled up. And we recorded the song or whatever. And then I had got back in the car. And I'm riding home, listening to it. And I kept replaying it. I kept replaying it. And then I had got my homie Courage in the car. Right. And he listened to it. And he was like, bro, he was like, that might be the hardest shit you've never did so far. And then, like, after that, I was like, I bet. So I had did another freestyle. And uh, Unknown 4 was the first one I did, but it wasn't called Unknown 4. It was called 2 p.m. in the driveway. I just did some crazy <laughs> shit. And that was in my homie crib. Yeah. And uh, I did another freestyle after Unknown 5. And, uh, I just kept it going because I didn't know what to call them. You feel right. me? I was just like, unknown, unknown. And then I had so many of them, I was just like, shit, I might as well do an a EP. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Called Unknown, the Unknown EP. And then, like, after that, that's when I started coming up with concepts because I was like, shit, don't nobody know me. You feel me? Don't nobody understand, like, what I'm doing. I so I might as well unknown EP. Yeah. And then like when the second one came around, that's when I was like, okay, I done already took on this unknown title, so I might as well be Mr. Unknown. Right. You feel me? Did you do the artwork for your first EP? Nah. Uh, CJ Dowdell mm-hmm. was a classmate of mine at Lawson. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he actually did that. Uh, I sketched it up. Like I sketched the whole the design. Yeah. More so, and then he does comic books. Yeah. So he like when I sent him my rough draft, he revamped it, and then he put it like he he killer with the comic books. So yeah. he he actually did all that the graphics and stuff. So yeah, he he went hard on. It. I don't know his I don't know his Instagram name. I need to. I like seeing you got like local guys artwork and stuff like that, man. Yeah. Everybody's super talented, man. That's so. one thing that I will do, bro. Like if I'm not gonna do it myself because i do graphic art if mm-hmm. i'm not gonna do it myself uh i definitely will get in touch with somebody that i know yeah or in, anybody in the city that i felt that i feel is dope because I, I ain't gonna lie i reached out to uh uh somebody that was out of town but then like he hit me with some other shit, and yeah. i was just like you know what it's too many dope people in the city to not do this you feel me with my, with my brothers we need more people with your mentality man yeah Especially here in the city, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if we had more people like that, I think it'd be a different situation. Which is getting there. I'm not saying like it's not, but mm-hmm. man, you know how it, it right. could be politics around here, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> sometimes. Um, do you ever feel like people kind of gonna turn away from music because of how much you 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 put God and your spirituality into it? Um. To be honest, uh, I don't feel like they would. I feel like, I feel like we getting into an era where it's either light or dark. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And a lot of people are waking up, and a lot of people are uh, getting into a certain mindset where they starting to understand things differently. Now you still gotta, have, you still gonna have that turn up whole uh, that that area, that area of uh, music and people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a certain mindset that a lot of people have. Even when they doing this, they like they like hearing music like that. They might not 
acknowledge it. Yeah. But I done got a lot of people who do that stuff. Like they hear my music and they be like, hey bro, that spoke to me, you feel me? Like, yeah. They said something. Like even the most outgoing, out there people, they'll hear something like I was in the car with somebody um in Atlanta, me and my partners we was in the car with one of their homegirls and she heard this uh she heard the song I did with, I had Richard Daniel on yeah. and my homegirl Lauren. That song yeah. Oh my God. When she heard it, she like she grabbed the stereo, she turned the radio down and she was like, That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Your music speak to people, man, like yeah. for real. So that I mean, uh, I, and a lot of it has to do with real situations that, that that you talk about, the spirituality part of it. And it's just like coming it, you could tell it's coming from a genuine place. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times people start talking about stuff in their music and you can kinda tell like with the actions yeah. with the actions outside of it like it's one like i feel like it's one thing to speak it but you got to put some type of action into it mm-hmm. outside of the music because a lot of things that uh like even this is saying that when i uh when i be with uh charm charm them color charm yeah. they be like hey, man it's deeper than rap right it really is you feel yeah. me? like we really got like a brotherhood going on like mm-hmm. this like I love all them dudes, you feel me? So it's like it's more than just rap. Like even when we go to the studio, bro, sometimes we go to the studio and don't even rap. Like yeah. we just sit around and kick it. Yeah. You feel me? Like it's just them type of days. Like yeah. we might we might get to writing, like we have beats going or whatever, we might get to writing and then that strike up a session, but but most of the time we link up. Sometimes it, it don't even be about the music. Yeah. Like it, it genuinely be us and that just kicking it. Yeah. Talking to Dada, Dada tell me all the time, hey, that'll be up there, over uh, Styles and just, just be rapping and just be trying to out-rap each other yeah. all the time. I was like, first of all, I talk bad about Dada anytime I get a chance to, because that's my, that's my friend of me. Yeah. <laughs> but Dada cool, man. He's yeah. like, and I know uh, Bimbo was telling me the same thing. Like, sometimes y'all just get over there and y'all just rap. And yeah. it's just kind of like an exercise. It's like... Yo, I gotta outdo this dude. Mm-hmm. Like this dude was making me work hard. Yeah, so, it. I think that's good, man. Yeah. Especially having a, a a group like that that can actually make you better mm-hmm. with what you can do as far as like music concerned. Yeah, because to be honest, man, I don't see a lot of people touching styles or dial. Yeah, them boys killer, and I, they got me on the track with both of them boys. So I had it. They then they made me go first. They was like, yeah, you going first. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I gotta show my ass. Then right. uh, I think Style laid his verse down after me, and Doc came like a week later. Right. And uh, he heard my verse. Yeah. And he was like, bro, he was like, why you went so hard? So he was like, bro, you, he was like, bro, you made me had to sit down and write. Like he was like, that was crazy. Yeah. But he was he. But after that. It was a couple of more songs they heard, like cause they mm-hmm. they heard my mixtape or whatever. But I feel yeah. like just lyrically, that was me doing me, right? You feel me? But understanding like who I'm around, it up me too, it up my game too, and I just like not to say that I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. It was just like okay, now I gotta go Super Saiyan too. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. When I get on song with their ass, cause it's like shit, everybody coming. Yeah, and then like shit. I just gotta, I just gotta show them really, like what I got sitting inside of me. So it was kind of like an untapped power that I was reaching into. Like niggas knew I was nice, but when I started doing songs with them, mm-hmm. they was like, okay, now nah, we definitely can't sleep on that nigga. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, what would you change about your first EP? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, I probably would have had. Honestly, I don't know. Just just going back on it at the at the moment, I felt like everything was was straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, just me being me, my own critic. I probably would have took my time on interludes more. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Because I I just I I come up in the era where it's just like interludes. It's just a part of of a project right to some people and i I like interludes because i feel like interludes can tie stuff in together mm-hmm. that's why i had a couple of them on this one and i kind of had them well thought out this time but yeah interlude wise i felt like it was it was cool because like they was funny i look back on the shit yeah. be funny but yeah probably would have been a little bit more coordinated yeah and but that's about it though but see Kind of brings me to something else we talked about when we was at Bimbo's listening party. Mm-hmm. You super, you told me you were super picky, man. Like yeah, what's picky as hell. What's with that, bro? I just, I just can't, I can't vibe on every beat, bro. Like it's some beats that I hear and it's just like no, like they might be fire to some other people, but I'm just picky as hell, bro. Like I got like, I don't even want to count the amount of beats that I just got sent in my emails because right. I just don't. But just don't want to rap on, right? Like, they be you. So, is it is it because you want it to be just right? Is it because you just real hard on yourself? Like, nah, it's just because I want them hoes to be just right for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like they might be right for somebody else, but like just me being honest with myself, I'd be like, bro, I'd be I'd be reaching if I if I rapped on this. Yeah, like considering all the dope tracks that I picked out, that's mm-hmm. not my beats. If I just hopped on anything as of an original beat that I'm putting, original song that I'm putting out, and people don't, and people don't grab onto it like they did a mixtape track, like I don't want that. I yeah. want them to go just as hard for my original music as they did for some mixtape shit. Yeah, you feel me? And I want the, I want my original like beats to top mixtape beats because I'm, I actually get a chance to sit down and. Uh, structure this or be around a person who structured it mm-hmm. and it's like if I let anything slide other than what this was talking about that's on me yeah. you feel me because I got on that bit and rapped and tried to rap Yeah. so like shit if I don't get the right beats bro we might be waiting on the original project about five <laughs> years I don't know how I do it shit for real for oh, as man. bad as I want to put something out bro I just can't yeah. I can't until I get the right beats and I'm working with different producers right now, so it's like they, I got a couple things coming right. through. But, and I after that after the listening party, I ain't from the front. I I had Luke up and I told Luke, I was like, man, work with this boy, please, <laughs> like get with him. Yeah, he's like, man, I'm trying. I got all this. Yeah, I'm calling yeah. Luke. Luke, I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> but I told Luke, I was like, Luke, you need to you need to hit my boy up. You need yeah. to hit him up because he, you know what I'm saying. I think that would be a nice collab. Mm-hmm. Man. Uh, most definitely. Um, so what? What's the difference between unknown EP and unknown EP two? Uh, it's a big difference. Uh, it's a complete year, uh, different age. Uh, I wouldn't say completely different mindset because I I was still I'm still tapped in. You feel me? Both. Mm-hmm. I mentioned God a lot on both of them. Uh, uh, I feel like more patience. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> more patience is a big difference because I uh like I I put the unknown EP two. I put unknown EP out probably like a week after I finished. Uh unknown EP two was finished. Mm-hmm. 
I was really just uh, getting a lot of things together and working on post production. Yeah. So uh, that was one thing. That's that's a big difference to me, patience, because uh, that's one thing I really wanted to do from the first one to the second one. It's like, okay, when I do finish, let me sit back and listen. Like I started writing notes. Like I had a book. And I was writing, like, I wrote every song down. Mm-hmm. I wrote everything that needed to be changed, what I felt like needed to be changed, you feel me, what I heard. Mm-hmm. If I wanted, like, the the, the, the vocals to, sw- like, swing, whatever, yeah. like, stuff, the ideas that I had. And then I was kind of working on the time schedule because uh, Gene, he was actually leaving town. Yeah. You feel me? And he's still out of town. But I had got it done right before he left. So we would be, we would have been up probably, like, at, like, 1, 2 in the morning just... Yeah damn near like three four nights back to back trying to get the shit straight then i was waiting on richard daniel to uh come do that that that, that part on the uh unknown trap so mm-hmm. yeah that was gene had you in this uh, the gene don't sleep yeah man i done, I done had a lot of nights and uh just knocked out yeah. you feel me like he like i think we were working on it and i was sitting back on the couch and he was playing it he was playing the uh track over and i started dozing off i had the earphones on and he had to reach back and tap me. He was like, hey, what you thought about that? I was like, run it again. Because <laughs> I ain't had nothing. I was gone. Man, out of all those songs that's on there, man, you start the EP off with Roy Ayers sample. <laughs> and that had me, when I first listened to it, because I listened to the intro, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then yeah. I heard that Roy Ayers uh, sample, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this boy going there. <laughs> Cause that was, a lot of people probably wouldn't have done something like that, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that was really good. Just starting the album off with with that song. Yeah. What made you gotta kind of? I mean, was that something that you meant to do? Or was that? To be honest, I uh I had went to Gene's studio one day, and at this point, I'm feeling like I right, the project almost through. Right. But I just I ain't got no intro. They wanted uh. They wanted a lot of people wanted unknown trials to be the intro mm-hmm. with the Jay Z. Yeah, they wanted that to be the intro, and I was like, "That's cool," but nah, that's too. I feel like that's too much to give them. Right off the bat, like that's just that was too much to the to, to handle off the bat. Like first song hearing that, and I'm mm-hmm. saying a lot. I'm giving you a lot, and I'm yeah. like, "Nah, that ain't it. I need to ease into it and still be powerful at the same time." So I told Gene, I was like, "Bro, I need the intro." I'm, I've been searching. I can't find nothing. And then he had, he was like, yeah, man. Uh, he was like, shit, let me see if I could do something. He was like, I suppose been working on this with somebody. And he pulled it up. And I heard it. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. So he chopped it up, looped it or whatever. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, do I want to do this? Because I heard Paco. I had heard Paco uh, rap on this. And I think he had did it a couple years ago. And it was yeah. hard. It was hard as hell, and then I was like, "Man, fuck it, go for it." So I had wrote that. I had wrote the uh, first verse that night, and I had thought about it and came back the next night and wrote that second verse. Mm-hmm. And then like, I had wrote the second verse that morning after I listened to it. I woke up and like I rolled over in bed and wrote the second verse and then went back to sleep. And then later, <laughs> later that night, I had went and recorded. It. So yeah, that's how that came to be. Yeah, and then like everything else just flowed after that. I felt like once I got that, I was like, yeah, this this bitch is finna flow now. Yeah. Did you? Was it harder to do this one than the, than the unknown EP one? Uh, 
I felt like a lot of these tracks kind of happened over time. Mm-hmm. Like I did, uh, I did unknown trials and unknown. Um, mm, it's, it's unknown trials. It was another one, the J Cole, that Joy Badass beat. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I did that one. I did those two at the same time earlier in the year. It's mm-hmm. around like February, and then like. I had just been trying to write and couldn't do nothing there over so after so much time had went like I think I did uh, I did unknown um, stereotypes yeah uh, at Gene Creel one night and then I did the unknown outro I, I ain't finished it though and I did them in the same night but that was in between me actually getting back started and working on the project and beginning it mm-hmm. and starting it so uh, it took me like uh, approximately like seven seven and a half months to actually finish the project and that was just that's with months in between not even recording so i I did like i had just went crazy for like two months just recording like coming over gene crib like i'm trying to set this up and i'm just writing like i'll be in there be like we tapped in so hard one night like we ain't even leave like we we was about to and then it was like man fuck it we just gonna use waiter yeah. <laughs> so we had got down order from waiting and they brought our food to the crib. We was in that bit. I called one of my home I called my homegirl Lauren Bradley up. I was like, Hey, I, I'm trying to get this hook. I was trying to sing, but I can't do it. I need you to come help me. She yeah. was like, Bet I'll be there like an hour. She pulled up, killed that shit. And then uh yeah, man, I just went hard on it. So like it was I feel like it, it didn't seem hard. Uh I felt like the only thing that was hard about it was time management and time uh, time placement because I had picked up a second job. Yeah. And I started working these hours, and then it was like, it was crunch time to me wanting to finish the album, like almost being done. So I quit the job, bro. I was like, bro, I can't do it. Yeah. I quit. Like, it was calling me. I ain't even answer the phone, bro. I was in the studio. You feel me? So, yeah. so you put you put a lot into it. Dude. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite song you worked on on this, on this EP? <laughs> Damn, I was trying to prepare for that question. You can't. <laughs> no artist, no artist can give me a real answer uh, ever. And that's crazy, but I don't know, bro. Uh, it's it is crazy because like every every song has a different moment. Mm-hmm. So I might like a song more than I like the other songs in a certain moment. Uh, I don't know. It might be. It's it's probably the unknown fire remix. A lot of people probably ain't heard it. Yeah. Cause they ain't, I feel like they just didn't expect what they getting to even want to buy the uh, uh, the deluxe version. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people still ain't heard that. Cause I feel like they'll go crazy if they heard that remix. For real? Yeah, bro. So uh, and then I had a lot of I had a lot of fun doing that one. Cause it was like uh, we just got together one night and got in the studio. Some of everybody was over there. Styles was over there. D. Horan came to town for the verse. Like he came, he pulled up on me for that verse. So like, style. Uh, what I said, Charm. Yeah. Paco. Like everybody was just in that bit. Bimbo. Like that. They and then like a lot of people weren't even on the song, bro. It was just like one of them, them vibes. I felt like you, you gotta have as a rapper. Like yeah. I ain't had one of them, them studio sessions where it was like, bro, it's just like. 30, 40 people just packed in one house. Everybody in there bit writing, bro. I had to like I had to walk around the block 
to even start writing my <laughs> verse because it was so much going in the house, bro. And we yeah. uh, we about love and village. So I struck out walking, bro, and I was like, bro, I gotta start because these niggas in that bit, they hungry. Yeah. I know they want to kill my ass on my own son. Yeah. And that's why I got them on now. You feel me? Because yeah. I wanted that that competition. So yeah, bro, it was like it was crazy. So that yeah, I, I feel like that's probably that's my favorite one. Just because of the moment that I had recording it. Mm-hmm. And then how it actually came out. Yeah. So yeah, that was dope. So realistic. When we gonna get a project? I don't even know. Bro. Uh, like the EPs are fire. Yeah. They fire. Yeah. I know y'all want that original. But when, when are you going? When we going? Because I think this year I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna front, and it ain't because I interview both of you guys. Yeah, I but know. You and Richard Daniel both probably have the best projects that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, in the city, and I and I and for a lot of people who feel like I don't listen to people's other people's stuff in the city, I listen to a lot of people's stuff in the city. Don't mm-hmm. get it twisted, but for some strange reason, you two, because y'all both y'all some y'all some young lions out here, but both of those projects spoke to me. Richard Daniel, I ain't gonna front. Richard Daniels is my favorite project out of the city this <laughs> yeah. year. Hands down. Yeah, I, I could not take it away from him. Yeah. Uh, he killed it. Yeah. Killed it. I told him before. I told him, like, straight up, I was like, yo, bro, that whole classic. Like, I, when he dropped it, I was listening to that bit nonstop. Every song, like, on repeat for, like, months. Right. Months. I still listen to the yeah. project. And I was like, how did he come up with all it? Like, what? I don't know. And then listening to yours, and I'm like, yo. And I'm really still getting hip to you and as far as, like, your music is concerned. Because mm-hmm. it's not a lot of your, you know, I be digging, and I don't find a lot of your stuff out there. Yeah. But for me listening to you, like, you got a lot of real content. It ain't like you putting out BS. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put out a lot of real stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like that, man. And you ain't scared to even go there as far as, like, spirituality or uh or what's really going on and you, you tell us what we need to know mm-hmm. i love that you know what i'm saying so i'm just waiting on this yeah this uh this this real project to yeah. drop not to say the other ones ain't real oh yeah yeah yeah. because like how i work bro i want my i want my anything that i put out content quality i want it to sound like like a like a album like right. a true project that's why i said i had put on facebook i was like look bro my mixtape sound like an album Right. You feel me? And right. I want that feel. I want people to get that feel when they listening to it. Mm-hmm. So for real, for real, bro, I'm just waiting on beats. Like I'm wait like I got songs and I got uh stuff that I've already done mm-hmm. with different uh with different producers and I got beats I'm still running to. But yeah. it's just like those I'm waiting on those beats that's gonna have me like, Alright, it's time to get to work. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Alright, it's time to it's time to go and start reeling everything again, putting stuff together. Cause I got songs that people love that I did two years ago. Yeah. That I still ain't dropped. And they him they like, bro, when you gonna drop the limit? You performing at Ed's show, niggas singing it with you. Yeah. When you gonna when you gonna drop it? I was like, I wanna drop it as a single, but I feel like it ain't single worthy. I feel like it's worthy to be on a project where you can hear it collectively with other songs so you can feel it more. You feel me? Yeah. So like I got that. Uh, hang it up. Uh, progress. I got a pro- the progress remix with uh, with Sean and 
couple more songs, bro. You yeah. feel me? I ain't gonna give too much away, but every every song I might not even make the project because I want to do a ten song project. You feel me? I might do one more over or whatever, but like I I want to stick at ten, and then I want to do songs nobody like that they ain't heard before because mm -hmm. I wanted to I wanted to actually come and and feel like they got an experience, not like ah. Uh, I done heard this already. Yeah. Or uh, he ain't give us nothing new. Right. You feel me? So I might do a whole another a project with ten new songs. You never know. Yeah. And I'm I'm working. I want to give I want to give people some, bro. So I want to do like a three song EP. You feel me? Just to give people some, because I know like everybody waiting or whatever. And I don't want to get I don't want to hit no back burner, which yeah. I feel like I'm not. You feel me? But as of now, I'm I'm really like I'm finna step back and I'm just working on content right now. You feel yeah. me? Promotional content, all that stuff, and somewhere along down the line, I might throw an EP up mm. and see who get it, see okay. who catch it. Catch that oop! <laughs> <laughs> catch that oop! So, do you, are you feeling pressure now? Nah, I'm not. Cause you you doing performances now. You gonna be in Southern Made Creatives now. You mm -hmm. gonna you done had a lot of performances throughout the city. You been getting some art out there too. It could be a lot. Uh, I ain't. I don't feel pressured. I just feel like uh, I just feel like I came at the right time. Uh, I feel like I got noticed at the right time because um, honestly, I feel like last year, and I heard it so many times. Uh, Ozu was telling me he was like, "Man, yeah, last year you got spoiled." <laughs> he was like yeah man you got spoiled last year because of uh just because of the performances and like the different the different crowds that i was in yeah um basically yeah man this year i feel i feel like i didn't establish myself you feel me uh and it's not to well it's not the well i feel like i'm i'm, I'm pressured it's just to where i feel like i made my foundation i established what i was here to do mm. and like what i what i want to be known for you feel me last year was just the introduction people waiting on me like okay i see what he got now what is he gonna what else he gonna bring to the table mm -hmm. like is it is it gonna be consistent right so i gave you five the five track ep six track ep last year mm. and i just gave you 11 tracks yeah this year you feel me with the same or with more you feel me? More intensity, more more content, more anything. So I just feel like it's just me being like aware of what I need to do and doing it. Cause when I dropped the EP, I was like, all right, bro, I ain't finna sit on that bit too long. Yeah. You feel me? I want to give him something else. And then the next year hit, and I was like, okay, that was last year. That was that was old news. Nah, we on to something new. And I don't I don't want to treat my projects like that. But that's just how I am by yeah. myself. Like I don't, I kind of I ain't gonna say I lose. I ain't gonna say I lose. Uh, <laughs> I got a quick attention span or something like that, cause like I still notice the unknown EP and two, but right now, you feel me? I'm kind of like simmering down off of that hype, of the, cause it's like a half of me putting out a project, yeah. so I'm coming down off of it right now. So it's it's eventually it's gonna be like okay, now what? Yeah. Is he gonna be sent back, or I'm gonna goddamn get to it? You feel me? So. I just felt like I, I put my feet, I put my feet and I uh, established myself. As far as like how people consume music now, do you feel like you gotta, when you put out something, 
Do you feel like everything has to be like this hit single? Because, you know, now we're in an age where everybody's trying to get these streams. They mm-hmm. want everybody to stream this. And, and, you know, now the way Apple Music is set up, you can just pick what you want to and you ain't even got to hear a whole project. Mm-hmm. Do you feel pressure to have to, to do something like that? Uh, Not really. I feel like it's just, uh, and I was going to say staying relevant, but not even staying relevant. Just, I feel like just staying true to who you are and like I was saying just uh you can do whatever's popular mm. whatever by any means like I said to each his own if you feel like you want to do it and just try to war- test the waters with it that's cool and I like I ain't gonna lie I feel myself like wanting to try to do something like that you feel me like put out a single and then see how that do and then go from there but uh for the most part I really don't I really don't care about it yeah the single wave or whatever like even though that might be the most the smartest thing to do I just feel like I feel like a whole project for me would be more realistic mm-hmm. versus me trying to give you one song so you can catch on to it. I don't care about the I mean the catchy rap it's it's cool or whatever but that ain't me. Now if I had yeah. one of them nights in the studio I'm just feeling that. Yeah. You feel me? I get I I might catch that 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 type of way where they feeling where yeah. I want to where I want to put a song out like that then that was natural yeah but I'm not going to be in the studio forcing myself to do something for the fans or to catch to catch eyes or to catch attention when I could have been spending that time writing a heartfelt verse or something to be album worthy so that's just how I feel about it. So you're that. more focused on your content. You yeah. just want to make sure the content good for you. It's got to be straight. The content got to be straight. I feel like that's that's what I put my name on. That's what I put my stamp on, you feel me? Like, yeah. uh, I appreciate rappers for projects, more so how many fans they got, or more so uh, how much money they got. Yeah. Like, I I love albums. Yeah, me too. I love mixtapes. Yeah. I love albums. And if the shit dope, I'ma fuck with them. Yeah. Like, just hands down. Like, if you got a five album, I'm mm-hmm. acknowledge that. Uh, even if I don't listen to you as an artist, like, I was just talking to my partner about Young Thug shit. I was like, bro, like, you got a pretty dope album. Yeah. The album's dope. Like, Talk about so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I was like, bro, dang, that's that's hard, the new shit. Like, and I don't even listen to Thug like that. Like, I probably heard a couple projects, uh, what it was, Slime Season 2, mm-hmm. I want to say, that you had put out a couple years ago. That's about the only project that I listened to all the way through, but this new shit, I was like, yeah, bro, it's hard. Yeah. So, who um who's in the city you want to collab with? You ain't collab with yet. Oh. Uh, mm, I don't know, man. It's hard because uh, I did. It's hard, bro, because I didn't collab damn near with some of everybody. Yeah. I got a couple people. It's hard, bro. <laughs> uh, I know I got some. I, I, I'm putting something together with uh, Kenny Black. Yeah. Uh, I want to do something with Love more. Everybody want to do something with Love. I already know. I shouldn't even say the name. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm going to make sure whatever I do, it go above and beyond. Like with yeah. either one of them because they dope. Yeah. Uh, that's hard, bro, because there's a lot of dope people in the city, and I feel like I didn't, like, just in a circle-wise, I feel like that I didn't collaborate with shit, some of But that's the thing, man. There's a lot of people outside this, 
that outside that circle that's yeah that's hard that's and that's what i'm saying like uh and it's it's hard to even to even speak on it bro because i don't even want to miss nobody mm. that's the thing because like i hear music and like uh i just hear it in different ways where i'm just like damn bro if i can do something with that person you feel me like it'll be crazy and i got some stuff with uh with people that ain't like probably don't nobody even know mm. like you feel me so uh I don't know, man. Well, I'm just gonna see how we just gonna see how how time work. <laughs> well, what about mainstream? If you had an opportunity to do some mainstream collaborations, what would you do? Oh, that's do a collab hard. with? That's crazy. A lot of people probably expect me to be like J Cole. Nah, I don't think so. I, I get that a lot though, cause like people are like, man, you sound like J Cole with the whoop. Like I get a lot of currency too. Yeah, nah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of people say I sound like currency. Uh, I don't know, man. That that'll be that'll be a hard one to pick because we was in the studio the other night and LS was like, uh, "If you had a chance to go to Dreamville or the TDE, what, what would you do?" And I was like, "Shit, TDE." Yeah. And he was like, "Word for real." He was like, "Man, no, bro." He was like, "I just see you with Dreamville," and I was like, "That's cool," but Dream like Gene even said he said what I was thinking. He was like. He'll be realistically, I would be a Dreamville fit, but it's like Dreamville got like three or four me's. You yeah. feel me? Like yeah. they probably like I'll probably go over that bit and, and show my ass because I I need to. You feel me? I'm trying to top these niggas mm-hmm. and go and make my way through that bit. But Dreamville just they 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 package like is already specifically set for what they need, and yeah. I feel like I go over that bit and get put on the back burner. But CDE is more. People don't really think how, don't know how. Diverse, exactly. It's, it's a diverse group exactly. with TDE, like, and that's why I feel like. Same. That's why I feel like I I would want to go over there, because of like the style that I have. It's so dream village, that I would want to take it to somewhere where they appreciate it more, mm-hmm. because they probably they don't have, a nigga coming over there that sound like me. You feel me? Oh, they got Kendrick, they got Schoolboy, they got uh, Ab- Abso, J Rock, Sir Op. They got them. You feel me? Like, but I feel like I'll bring a whole nother package over there. So my answer was TDE. Plus, I like the gangster rap anyway. Yeah. You feel me? Just <laughs> yeah. coming from where I'm from. Right. I, I feel like I can bring a little bit of both of that. So, yeah. That was my answer uh, collaboration wise. I'd rather have a, uh, I'd rather have a Kendrick feature first. More than a, <laughs> I know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, man, I'd rather have a Kendrick feature first before I got before I get a cold feature before because I feel like Kendrick is uh, I feel like he bring a whole different energy to like a song mm-hmm. like level wise like he brings so many levels and like it can play off so many different ways and then really that's kind of like where I'm trying to get to. As an artist, well, when if I do hop on anybody's song, I can bring those different levels. You feel me to mm-hmm. it? So, yeah, that's that'll be one of my first first features if I ever got a chance to do one like that. That's dope. Yeah. What do you listen to right now? Uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I just uh, checked out Summer Walker new project. Yeah, I hadn't le- I downloaded and heard it yet. It's dope. Uh. I fuck with it. I've been listening to that uh, Young Thug. 
what's my my guy name? Samuel. Samuel Blackspear. Mm-hmm. He got a hard new single. That uh, jackpot. So shout out to my guy. Uh, I've been listening to King. Um, Denzel Curry. I chopped out Rhapsody. I mm-hmm. had to pick up the phone for this one. That's all good. Yeah, so I'm just going through here. I had checked out Amy Winehouse. Well, I was watching Amy Winehouse uh, <clears throat> documentary on Netflix. So I went back and kind of revisited that. Uh, Earth Game, Sir. Yeah. My guy Zone. Check out Zone. The uh, Undiscovered Project. That shit was hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going down. I'm on Daniel Caesar. You feel me? Uh, my girl Water. Mm-hmm. With the, uh, I said my girl Water. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Supernova with the Water <laughs> joint. <laughs> I'm featured on. Uh, yeah, man, it's a bunch of uh, bunch of stuff. Why be in Corday? Bro, I be listening to some of everything. Yeah, Rick Ross. Corday's project is probably one of the best this year. Yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, that was crazy. Corday. I gotta, I gotta kill him. Corday drop, drop something for real. Yeah, and see, that's that's the thing, bro. Like, that's a, that's a that's a project. Like he did all these freestyles or whatever, but I feel like people wouldn't respect him. If he didn't drop a hard project. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I feel like nowadays people are getting so caught up into putting stuff out early mm-hmm. because they got this wave and they want to keep this buzz. And I feel like some of their stuff ain't even hidden. Yeah. Like, their project's not hidden because I feel like they feel rushed because they gotta, they feel like they gotta do this. Yeah. Or it's label wise, they feel like, okay, you got your single, you got your buzz where your album at and they in the studio putting these songs together and they some of them hoes sound the same like a lot of they tracks on their album sound the same it sound repetitive and it's just quick yeah so i don't know man so that court a project was completely, that shit was hard but it was different from what i thought he was, he was gonna, gonna come out yeah. like i didn't see him coming out like yeah that. like but i thought i I, I I knew that he was one of those type of rappers you feel me? Just yeah. like hearing his songs, I was like, okay, he versatile and he lyrical. You feel me? So I was like, and he young too. So mm-hmm. of course, some of that's gonna come with a lot of that that different uh, a different packaging. You feel me? So I was, I, I ain't gonna say I was shocked, but I was more so shocked at how good it was. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because I expected that type of that type of mentality from him rapping, but that was it was definitely a good project. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was dope. Man. Yeah. All right. Last thing. Yeah. Do you feel like cause I know Gene Gene put it out there. Gene was like saying you're gonna be one of the ones that keep the music scene going in the city. Mm. You feel like that? I definitely feel that I will be a contribution to why <laughs> <laughs> it keeps going because there's so many dope young young dope artists that's mm. that's around me. You feel me? Like, and it's kind of crazy. It's, it's like just watching everybody getting up, and I'm not gonna say up in age, but just coming around and hearing the stories about when everybody was young or younger or my age. You feel me? It's like damn. It's kind of like okay. We gonna be that one day, so just really getting ready for it, just just getting prepared and understanding, like okay, it's gonna be a journey, but where it is now is not bad. 
Mm-hmm. You feel me? So yeah. the fact that we, the fact that we came along, we like the new generation. You feel me? And it's just putting it in that mindset. It's like, okay, it can't get nothing but greater because of what I hear. And it's like, damn. And they similar to my age. You feel me? So, and then just coming around people and then saying my age, they like what? You feel me? They like what? Well, shit, I'm 29, finna be 30. Or mm-hmm. I'm 30. You feel me? Finna be 33. And I was like, damn, I thought you was. Yeah. So it's like everybody still got that youth, bro. Like even though we, even though we the young lions, you feel me? We still everybody still got youth in them, bro. So yeah. I feel like it's definitely. We we just gonna be a contribution to what they still got going on, low key. We making our own name, but we we definitely it's 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 a power move, is what I'm what I'm getting at because yeah. everybody still got that relevance, and then for us to come along and then everybody collaborating and doing work with each other, it's like okay, it can't. I feel like can't nothing shut us down. Like we can go anywhere and shut all everything down, bro. Like. That's real. For real, for real. That's real. Most done. <laughs> All right, man. Let everybody know your social media. Let them know if you know if you got something going on, what you're performing at. Give them everything. Uh, I'm Michael Kier, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-K-U-R-E. Uh, my Instagram is S-S-R underscore K-U-R-E-7. Facebook, Michael Kier, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-K-U-R-E. Uh just dropped the unknown ep2 a couple months ago it's going crazy i feel like um you can go check that out on soundcloud my soundcloud name is michael cure spell it out again m-i-c-h-a-e-l-k-u-r-e um you can check out the unknown ep and the unknown ep2 on there um i got a performance coming up uh, October 24th at the BJCC at SMC Southern Made Creator uh, curated by The Mix Birmingham shout out uh, to The Mix you feel me Kenya uh, K Nicole Supernova all that she putting it together um, that's pretty much it man I got new content on the way soon i ain't gonna tell y'all when (laughs) (laughs) it ain't gonna be no album no but we we definitely working uh so yeah just stay tuned uh hopefully when y'all hear this y'all go straight to the uh to the streaming sites yeah and i'm gonna post your links yeah make sure your links post most down most down good yeah Thank you, man. I appreciate you, I appreciate you, you man. Yeah, he, he, he got at me at the listening part. I was like, yeah, well, I let me out. Like, all, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. Got to make sure we put all this stuff together. So right. I'm really just, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to work, bro. I'm willing to work with everybody, bro. Like, I be ready. Yeah. You feel me? I'm interview here, interview that. I be like, hey, man, get at me. You yeah. Me? Like, people need to really mess with you, bro. Yeah. Like, you, you, uh, you out here. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's. I'm I'm with it, bro. Uh, one thing I one thing I don't be with is when people tell me like, "Yeah, man, we are gonna do something. Get at me, and, and we don't never do it." Like yeah. I done had so many people do that to me, bro. It's like, okay, I ain't finna say nothing else. Yeah. I'm waiting on you. So I like when people actually come through and then like we do it, like we get straight to it. It's like I right, bet. So that's I'm I, I'm a straight to the point person. So yeah. Definitely right. appreciate it, man. Thank you, bro. Most yeah, done, man. Do that. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I feel man, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs>
Bet. Yeah. Bet. All right, y'all. That was BYK Radio. That was Michael Cure. And that was our artist spotlight.